This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast. Thanks for listening. The SEC Championship game is upon us. 3 p.m. Central Time on CBS on Saturday from Atlanta. It's LSU versus Georgia. Chance for LSU to really punch its ticket and make a statement in the college football playoff rankings, which will be revealed Sunday on uh, for the final time. And, and the matchups revealed at 11 a.m. Central uh, on Sunday. So look for that after the game as well. But with me, Billy Ambati, to preview the game, Sonny Ship, Shay Dixon. Sonny, let's just go ahead and jump right into this one. This is kind of what you play for all year, to have a chance to win an SEC championship and, and set yourself up to be in the college football playoff. Yeah, and you know when when LSU fans when when Ed Orgeron replaced uh, Les Miles as the uh, you know the permanent head man in, in 2017, they probably didn't. Not many of them probably anticipated that LSU would be back in Atlanta in just three short years. But you've got to tip your hat to to this coaching staff, uh, to the players, to you know to everyone involved with the program because. They've gotten where they they've gotten where they wanted to get to. They still obviously have a lot left to play for starting Saturday with winning that first SEC title since 2011. And, um, you know, now it's just going to going in there and taking care of business against a, uh, you know, a good Georgia team. But you kind of, uh, you know, you, you kind of wonder if this Georgia team is as good as the one that LSU faced last year in Tiger Stadium. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't, especially the way Georgia is set up right now with DeAndre Swift banged up, with them not having George Pickens for the first half, Lawrence Kager out for the regu- the rest of the season. This is a Georgia team that I, I just, I, a lot of people have this you know line at seven and a half or so, I th- I, and we'll get to predictions later, but I just don't see it as a matchup where Georgia's going to be able to stop LSU. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat, too, and I kind of look at it, you know, I, and I mentioned this before the Texas A&M game. I felt that LSU's defense was really the way that it was structured the w- with its makeup that if they played, if they played sound football, if they if they flew if they flew around to the ball. Uh, didn't have any busted plays and stuff. I felt like they were geared to, to be able to uh, match up very well against Texas A&M and to be able to stop Texas A&M's offense. And I feel the same way about this one right here. You know, Kellen Mond is a little bit better. He's more athletic than Jake Fromm is. But Kellen Mond is not the type of runner that you're going to run a lot of zone read off of and that he's going to make a lot of people miss like a John Rice Plumley, like some other guys that LSU has faced this year. And so... I felt that with L- with running the ball between the tackles where Texas A&M would try to get a lot of their yards at, that LSU was just built to be able to to uh, play very well against that type of offense. And I feel the same way going against Georgia. Georgia's offensive line is, is, is the best LSU will face this year, but it's better 
at protecting Jake Fromm than it is at at, at just blowing open uh, running uh, blowing open holes and creating running lanes. That's not to say that they're not a good run blocking team because they are. But it's basically the, a lot of the same type of run plays that LSU, that Texas A&M would do at LSU. You've got a 350-pound monster in the middle at nose tackle and Tyler Shelvin, two huge defensive ends in Glenn Logan, Richard Lawrence, both of those guys probably pushing 315-plus right now. And then you have one of the best, one of the best outside linebackers slash defensive ends and Caleb on chase on in the sec at setting the edge and playing against the run. And so I really think that, I really think that LSU is going to be able to, uh, contain Georgia's run game, you know, provided that they don't miss a lot of tackles and, and things like that. But I'm with you. I really, you know, I look at, I look at this matchup right here. I look at the point spread, like you talked about, and as fast as LSU played last week on defense, we know how fast they play on offense on that turf in the Mercedes Benz in Mercedes Benz Stadium. Man, it's going to be uh, it, it's going to. I think Georgia's going to have some problems on both sides of the ball with containing LSU. Yeah, I was actually talking with some of our, our media brethren at the Will Wade press conference on Thursday uh, about. Just that the turf being an X factor for for LSU in a way with with the same with the, with the speed that they have offensively we've seen them play very fast against Texas we've seen them play very fast against Vanderbilt obviously not the caliber of opponent there that LSU will face in Georgia but the turf will help the defense as well it's a, it's a defense that has some speed and they'll be able to run very well to the ball and I know these are past years but we've seen LSU play really well in dome settings uh, you look at the the Fiesta Bowl, you look at the season opener last year against Miami, Ed Ogeron's uh, first full year against BYU even. This is a team that gets ready for domes really well. And I think when you look at the quarterback battle in, in this one and, and kind of how things are going to play out, Joe Burrow's got his chance to put that final exclamation point on the Heisman Trophy. Jake Fromm has a chance to kind of silence some doubters. A lot of people have certainly complained about him in the past and look, I mean, his record as a starter is awesome, but there's certainly some things that, that he just doesn't do well at a really high level, but he's going to play, have to play out of his mind to, to really carry Georgia in this game to give them a chance to win. Right. Che? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I think if Georgia is hoping to win this game uh, and it plays out like LSU games have played out this season, uh, then the opposing quarterback's going to need to step up uh, and deliver a get big game. I mean, we we know that LSU hasn't lost, but uh, we saw Sam Ellinger do that against Texas. Uh, we certainly saw Tua do that in the Alabama game, uh, and then you even Kyle Trask played well uh, in his first road start uh, for Florida uh, in that game in Tiger Stadium. So I think that. Yes, Fromm will need to to have a big game, um, but again, Fromm is not the type of quarterback who wants to throw it uh, a ton, certainly not down the field. They want to limit his uh, passes to 25 and uh, certainly 30 and below, and uh, Joe Burrow sort of lives on the 25 and 30 and above, and if LSU can get uh, or force Jake Fromm uh, into playing in that uh, that range where he has to throw more passes than he's used to, where he has to throw further downfield than he's used to. I think that that ultimately leads to good news for LSU. It gives you more of a chance to rush the passer. Obviously, UGA has a really good O-line, but 
Uh, also, uh, it probably means that you're up uh, if you're LSU. If if Fromm is not being able to play ball control and run the football and having to throw it, uh, then LSU is probably in the lead and Georgia's coming from behind uh, trying to catch up points-wise. So uh, if I'm LSU, I'm trying to put points up in a hurry right away and just put that <clears throat> excuse me put that pressure onto Jake Fromm uh, to where he has to get out of his normal sort of routine. I, I don't know if comfort zone is a word, but uh, routine and, and game plan and uh, force them, as you guys said, with uh, banged up guys on the on the offensive side uh, to go downfield and, and win the game through the pass. Yeah, so I think the, the quarterback battle is something to watch there. I think for LSU, they've got the clear advantage there. And, and with Joe Burrow at the helm, I, I just don't see this offense slowing down. And I was talking with somebody about this earlier, Sonny, but the, the LSU's favorite in this game. You know, they, they're a touchdown favorite at least, and they're, they're higher ranked in the college football playoff rankings. But I, to an extent, feel like LSU still has that underdog mentality because they've been not disrespected in the college football r- playoff rankings, but they've got a chance to, yet again, prove that they're a good team defensively and, and can certainly shut down a high-quality opponent like Georgia. Yeah, I, I think they have a great opportunity to be able to build off of that impressive uh, performance that we saw last week against Texas A&M. You know, they held the Aggies to seven points. Um, I believe it was 169 total yards. Those marks were way, way, way below what Texas A&M you know, was accustomed to going in. LSU mustered six sacks in that game. They had 24 going into it, so they got a quarter of their, of their, of their sacks on the season right there in that one game. And I think if LSU, if LSU comes out with that, with that same fire, with that same intensity, with that same we or we are here to prove that the defense can play as well as the offense has all year. And it really seemed like that they picked up on what the selection committee had said when they bumped Ohio State over at LSU. They basically said, yeah, it's because of the defense. And I think those guys took that to heart, getting a healthy Grant Delpit. You look at LSU's defense as a whole. It's as healthy as it's been all year. They're still without two starters, you know, that they had at the beginning of the year. Todd Harris, of course, he had the season-ending surgery. And then Michael uh, Divinity, who is still serving, uh, you know, his suspension right now. But outside outside of that, you've got Grant Delpit, who's probably as healthy as he's been all year since he started out with that nagging ankle with that nagging um, ankle injury uh, in fall camp, and it was really not not a hundred percent to start the season. You've got Rashard Lawrence and Glenn Logan who have kind of played their way back into game shape. Rashard Lawrence seems to get better uh, with each passing week, especially, and with 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 all of those components, Mo Hampton being able to give them some time at safety so they can put Grant Delp and Jacoby Stevens, both of those guys close to the line of scrimmage. You know, I think this defense really has a lot that it wants to prove and that it wants to show against Georgia and that I don't know if it was getting Delpit back. I don't know if it was that wake-up call that the selection committee gave them. But that defense was fast. It was flying around to the ball. They had three interceptions in that game. They were getting after the quarterback. And if they bring that same intensity and if they play as sound as they get against Texas A&M, oh, man, it's going to be very, very, very tough for Georgia to, to be able to score the points that I think that's gonna, that they're going to need to be able to match LSU's offense. 
I agree. And, and look, we'll break down a, a couple X factors. We'll give our predictions. And then we're going to also talk about the impact of the college football playoff this game has on the other side of this break from the Go 24-7 podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the Go 24-7 podcast. Quick reminder, guys, this week as LSU gets ready for the SEC title game and through the SEC title game, We've got a promo for you guys. If you missed the Cyber Monday promotion, that was unbelievable for us. Uh, check this one out. 50% off annual subscriptions to go 24-7. All the recruit reactions from the SEC championship game. And certainly, you'll want to jump on that with the early signing period right around the corner. Just, I mean, less than two weeks away, really, I think, now. And so, there's a lot going on on Go 24-7. Check us out with that promo. Don't miss out uh, because it's going to be a, a hell of a time to be on the site as uh, LSU gets ready for the SEC title game and then, uh, of course, the college football playoff uh, as long as things uh, go swimmingly in, in Atlanta for the Tigers. Sonny, uh, my, my X factor for in this one, I'm going with Maurice Hampton. He's somebody that's had a bigger role since he got that start for Grant Delpit in the secondary when they sat him against Arkansas. He's played really well. He's won an SEC freshman of the week. And I do think Georgia is going to try to take advantage of him at certain points when he's in the ball game. And the way he's played so far and his athletic ability to make plays, if he makes those plays, that's going to probably be one of the differences in this game. And so I'm looking for, for Maurice Hampton to step up like he has over the last couple of weeks for LSU and allow Grant Delpit and Jacoby Stevens to make some of those plays that they have, like you mentioned just before the break. So I, I like the freshman from Tennessee. Uh, the way he's playing right now, I think he's he can really uh, make a big impact for, for LSU in this one. Yeah, and I, I think I'm going to go with I, I think I'm going to go with Patrick Queen. And my reasoning for that is even with DeAndre Swift a little bit banged up, it remains to be seen how healthy he is, how many hits he can take on that shoulder. George is going to George is going to run the ball. They have to run the ball. Uh, Brian Heron. Zamir White, those guys are going to get increased reps. They should probably they should get an increased workload in this game. And I just think that I think that Patrick Queen, as fast as he is, the way that he gets to the ball, Georgia likes to use. Uh, you know, they like to go to the tight end. They've got Charlie Werner, who was a former uh, high school receiver, now six five, two forty five. And I just think that Patrick Queen is going to have to really, um, you know, bring it like he's done the last, uh, you know, really the last few weeks and stuff when, since Michael Divinity went out again. And so he's a guy, he's a guy for me that I kind of circle and say, okay, he needs to, he needs to show up and he needs to have a big game. And, and so look, two defenders already down for the X factors uh, for us, for, 
for myself and Sonny. Shea, what say you? Do you, you going to keep this defensive trend going, or are you going on the offensive side of the ball for your X factor? Well, I've got to be different than you guys. I can't go straight defense. And look, I'm going to make it simple. The X factor for me is Joe Burrow. Uh, we're talking about a potential Heisman winner. He's been racking up awards all week, uh, most recently the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award. Uh, he'll likely win a bunch more if he plays well in this game. Um, he'll win the Heisman, uh, and he may regardless. But if LSU, because of the contrast, in my mind, of these teams is so different, Georgia, clock control, really great defense, run the football, um, don't make Jake Fromm uh, have to throw the ball all game down the field to win. Uh, and then on the contrary, LSU, who has certainly been hit or miss on defense this year, but uh, played great against A&M. And offensively, they've been extremely consistent. The receivers have caught the ball well. The O-line's blocked well. Uh, Clyde edward dealer has been phenomenal. Uh, obviously, Chase and, and Justin Jefferson have been so consistent. When Terrace Marshall's been healthy, he's been great. Uh, Thaddeus Moss has added uh, an awesome element as a tight end, which is what LSU fans have been waiting on. But it circles back to Joe Burrow, uh, and I said it before the year. If LSU's going to get to where they want to get, they, they're going to do it because of Joe Burrow. And I didn't, uh, I wasn't prophetic enough, certainly, to, to realize uh, or predict what was going to happen in terms of uh, the offensive production they've had in the year he's had. But if he can play like he's played every other game this year, LSU's going to win. Because Georgia's not been, they've not faced an offense like LSU. They haven't been in high-scoring games. I understand they have a great defense, but LSU's played good defenses this year. I mean, Auburn, um, I know Bama's not up to their normal standard, um, but they've run into teams that certainly are formidable enough. Not as good as Georgia, sure, but uh, I haven't seen anything to worry me in the sense that uh, if I'm an LSU fan, that LSU can't score points. I don't think they're holding them in the teens or even in the low 20s. And uh, if Burrow plays uh, to the level that he's been playing all season, and he said it this week, he said, when I envision myself on a football field, it's not in small games. It's in big games. It's in the biggest stages. That's what I want. And uh, we've seen him thrive there, home, away. It doesn't matter. And uh, I think he's dialed in for this one. He's my X factor. I expect him to be a 300-plus yard passer in this game, uh, get two or more passing touchdowns. Obviously, uh, Clyde in the running game can produce some. And look, a year ago, he ran the ball great against Georgia. Uh, I'm not sure how much we see of that this game, but it's something to keep in the back of your mind. Uh, regardless, he touches the ball the most for LSU, um, and he's been their leader all year on that side of the ball. Uh, I'm rolling with Joe Burrow as my X factor. All right. Well, good stuff, guys. Uh, and now I think it's the uh, time for what everybody's been waiting for, I guess, right? Our predictions for this game. Uh, I've got LSU winning in this one, but but Sonny, let's lead off with you. What what do you uh, what do you think about this one, and 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 what what's your score prediction? Uh, you know, I, I think that I, I think that this one is probably going to be more similar to the uh, to the Auburn game than 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 any of the other games this year. And um, you know, my reasoning for that is I think that georgia hasn't really played um you know an, an explosive offense like it's going to see on saturday but you keep wondering you, you keep wondering when lsu is 
going to kind of succumb to the, uh, you know, to the moment, to the, to the big game, to, to being on that stage, whether or not this is one that, you know, you have a situation like against Auburn where Derek Stingley muffed a punt, uh, where there's confusion on the back end or something like that. So I think that this one is going to take that, uh, is going to take that kind of guideline and kind of stream along like that for a little while. However, I do think LSU kind of puts everything together and that they start clicking um, on offense. I think the defense plays, you know, I think the defense shows up and it has another really good game. I've kind of I've kind of gone back and forth on this one from, uh, you know, from 24 to 31 to 16. Do they tack on another one looking at 38, 16? But I think I'm going to I think I'm going to stick with uh, with with 31 to 16 right now and that LSU you know that they come out that they get the points that they need that the defense steps up they are they hold Rodrigo Blankenship to uh they hold Georgia to some field goals which Rodrigo Blankenship will will connect on and uh Georgia has some drives but they're just not able to finish them against the LSU's defense yeah you mentioned the LSU offense and and Georgia facing it and you mentioned how it could be similar to the Auburn game I think LSU the key is going to be the red zone can you finish drives? Can you, when the field is shrink, can you finish them and, and, and score touchdowns? And uh, look, I, I think there, this is another game where LSU hasn't really been stopped offensively and, and they've kind of shot themselves in the foot at times when they have been stopped throughout the year. But I don't think it starts uh, on Saturday in Atlanta. I think LSU, I, I like your score spread there, Sonny. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit higher offensively for LSU. I'm going to go 38-17. LSU is going to going to get the win i could see two kind of georgia touchdowns uh and a field goal um i could see a fast start from lsu i think this is a this is a game that lsu is going to be very well prepared for i think they know and especially talking with a lot of the defensive guys this week i I have a feeling they're pretty confident going into this one a pretty confident bunch what they were able to do last year in tiger stadium and i know each team is different every step of the way but you know, I, I think LSU is going to be able to score, capitalize in the red zone, and, and I think they kind of cruised to their first SEC title since 2011 and and punched their ticket to the college football playoff. I think they do it in a convincing enough fashion that the college football playoff committee has a has a chance to bump them up to number one. But, uh, Shay, uh, finish this off. Are, are we going to go all three with the Tigers on this one? I'm going to go in the, and I've stuck by this, regardless of what you guys were going to say, 31-24. And it may be more than that, but I like to ride uh, about what Vegas has on an over-under and the spread, which is about a touchdown. Um, I think that uh, LSU could look a lot in this game, like Florida and Auburn, where they pull away in the second half. Uh, Maybe more so the Florida game. I know they won that one by double digits, but uh, I see them – kind of playing close for a bit and then uh, LSU's offense uh, pulling up, you know, a drive or, or two or three out in the second half where uh, they're just uh, able to pull away. Uh, and whether Georgia gets a late score or LSU uh, gets the score to, to move it out to seven, I'm not sure. Um, but that's what I'm rolling in that range. 31-24, uh, I think LSU uh, wins by at least seven uh, in this one and uh, a game that I think will be competitive throughout. Uh, I just think LSU's got a little bit more firepower offensively uh, to match what you know what Georgia can do defensively. Uh, ultimately, I think LSU's offense trumps that. Good deal. All of us going with the Tigers. So uh, we'll see who's right, who's wrong uh, at three o'clock Central uh, on CBS in the SEC title game. But lastly, before I let you guys go, 
my opinion is is if LSU shuts down Georgia offensively and is able to really just control this game, start to finish, and win in convincing fashion, I don't see how the college football playoff committee can't keep can't hold them off from being number one in the country. I know that it will depend to an extent on how Ohio State does against Wisconsin. How convincing of a win will they have if they do win? Wisconsin's a pretty tough team in their own right. But the way Ohio State's played this year, they should take care of business against uh, Wisconsin on, on Saturday as well. But how convincing of a win is it? I, we'll have to find that out. But I just feel like if LSU gets another top five win, and a team that the college football playoff, if it ended right now, would be in the college football playoff, how do you not give them that number one ranking uh, with a win over Georgia, Shea? I mean, I think it's simple. I believe what sort of the national media and, and people who understand the playoff committee have said that barring some sort of boat race, 50 to nothing game, uh, that LSU's in regardless. You know, I think if they play a close game, Georgia's in and LSU's in, obviously. Uh, and then if it's an LSU win, they're in. Um, I think the bigger question uh, will become, you know, does LSU, if they get a big, you know, if they win big or, or win convincingly, jump Ohio State? You know, what happens to Ohio State on Saturday uh, in their conference championship? And uh, I think that'll be one thing to watch uh, in large part because uh, I think in maybe more so than other years, the number one seed has a, a real advantage because the the two seed, let's just say that uh, the chalk holds um, the person who has to play Clemson, uh, that's sort of a de facto national championship almost in many years. So uh, you're having to go through two big time teams. Uh, if you're LSU as the two seed playing Clemson uh, and then presumably Ohio state. So I think LSU is going to want to come out make a big statement uh, and then see where uh, the dominoes fall from there. If they can leapfrog to one. Uh, but again, regardless if it's a tight game, uh, I think LSU's in uh, no matter what win or lose. Uh, and we could see if Georgia wins two sec teams getting in, uh, I predicted LSU to win, so uh, I'm going to be the one who's watching uh, Utah, Oklahoma, Oregon, all these other teams uh, to see who might get in to be uh, the number four seed. Yeah, and 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 Sonny, I mean, let, let's hear from you on this. I mean, what's kind of your feel on the the college football playoff? Uh, you know, the impact of this game and and where things could end up for LSU. Well, Bill, you you uh you 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 spoke a lot of truth. You spoke a lot of logic on what the committee should do. However, if there's one thing that I think the committee has shown, especially these last couple of weeks, maybe three weeks, is that it really wants Ohio State in that top spot. Um, you know, call me a homer, sour grapes, whatever. But I think that when, when you look at, when you look at how the other rankings shape out for some other teams, you know, Alabama dropping seven spots, I believe it was. Michigan dropping one spot after, you know, a 29-point loss compared to a three-point loss. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's just mind-boggling to see some of the logic that, that comes out of this that comes out of this committee with their rankings, with explaining their reasoning and, and, and so forth. And so I think that LSU could come out and that they could, you know, they could, they could beat Georgia by four touchdowns. Ohio State could could win by a touchdown, and Ohio State's still going to be number one. You know, I don't agree with it. 
I don't think that that's the right move. But based off of listening, listening to, you know, the explanations, looking at the actions that they've taken, to me, it just seems obvious that they want Ohio State in that top spot. Yeah, so we'll find out. It, it'll be a quick 24 hours once the kick, once the toe meets leather in Atlanta for the SEC championship game, LSU-Georgia, and then less than 24 hours from then, we'll find out where LSU's headed in the college football playoff. For Sonny Ship and Shea Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Keep it locked on Go 24-7 for all the latest on LSU-Georgia and the college football playoff push for the Tigers. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Travel safe if you're going to Atlanta. And uh, hope everyone enjoys the game.